and welcome to Misinformation, the trivia podcast for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at pub quiz. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julia. Hey, I almost Jill. said I'm Lauren when you, <laughs> when you went to say it because I'm so used to talking this week. Yeah, I know. You've been doing a lot of talking, talking this week. So much. Yeah. You had a conference, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We talked at a conference. And then recently, mm-hmm. Lauren and I hosted yes. a live trivia night oh. for a bunch of librarians. So guess what, guys? We're going straight to the top. <laughs> straight to the top. Superstars. It was the... so much fun. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Librarians are fun. Yeah, of course they are. Well, I mean, I know that and you know that, yeah. but not everybody Not everybody. That. That's true. Yeah. I get so bad when there's the commercials that are like, oh, it's a Geico commercial and they're like at a librarian's conference and it's just this big reading room and everyone's going. I know you hate that trope. You hate it so much. Mm -hmm. The the shushing and the. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not what librarians are. No. They're keepers of knowledge. They have tattoos. Yes. They want to help you with 3D printing and find cool information. And they don't mind it when you call them book jockeys as a joke. (laughs) They thought it was funny when I said that. So you know what? That's great. And they want us to come ne- next oh, year. Yeah, <laughs> we we're already early booking for 2019 the and Nyla they, conference. And someone wants to book us for their birthday party. <laughs> Which I'm laughing at the idea of they us could doing pay a birthday us in cake. Party. Oh yeah, I would ease. I would take cake as a payment like that. Absolutely quicker than money for sure. <laughs> Fifty bucks. Eh, I don't know. I will give you half of this cake. Yeah. All right. Done. Where's my fork? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was super fun. Uh, Thanks to everyone who participated in our trivia quiz that night because there were a couple of people who did not want to play. So (laughs) (laughs) it was fun. We had a great time. Yeah. So we might, um, we recorded it for posterity and Mm -hmm. maybe we will release some of it at a later date. So we're not going to, we're not going to go into our questions and answers now, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. It was a New York state trivia. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with one round on library hodgepodge, mm-hmm. courtesy of Julia. So mm-hmm. it was fun. We had a great, great time. So uh, speaking of trivia, uh-huh. this is a trivia podcast after all. And uh, <laughs> we we as a collective have been playing confetti. Oh, yeah. Get ready to confetti. Get <laughs> Yeah. This, <laughs> it's gotten to the point we play it every weeknight. <laughs> We've been Google Hangouting, me and Steve and you and Josh, yes. uh, which has been very successful for us. Fairly. Yeah. And if you don't know what it is, it's the Facebook Live, like you win money, you win um, what Josh calls uh, Zuckbucks. Because Zuck it's Mark Zuckerberg's money. Yeah. And you win money if you get 13, question, 13 multiple choice mm-hmm. questions right. So uh, unfortunately, there have been a couple of topics that have slipped us up. And so in frustration, (laughs) we have decided to do some topics on it. And today I have taken it upon myself. (laughs) She's Atlas over here. This might be our most controversial episode yet. Controversial with a K, Lauren. (laughs) Don't give it away. Ah! (laughs) So I have written seven and a half cursed pages on the Kardashians. <laughs> now, it's called Kardashian Confidential for trivia purposes only. What I want to know is out of all the stories you told me, which ones were true and which ones weren't? My dear doctor, they're all true. Even the lies. Especially the lies. And the reason why I did this 
was because the Kardashians are, you know, if you don't watch the show or read a lot of gossip columns Mm -hmm. or pay attention to them in any real way, you don't know any answers about them. And sometimes that could be the difference between you and getting nothing or you and getting a piece of that piece of that zuckbuck pie yeah those zuckbucks yeah those zuckbucks um yeah i mean a lot of them probably know a lot of us probably know what they look like sure uh maybe that's it yeah maybe maybe your like knowledge of kim kardashian is just like whatever you heard in the news in 2013 yes and also who she's married to and that's like it that's it so i am doing a topic on the kardashian clan so everybody settle in whole letter just for your own purposes <laughs> replace every letter c that we say with with a k with a k yes i did pepper that through my <laughs> my topic just for my own you know enjoyment, my own enjoyment. yes you need, to, okay. you need something in here <laughs> it's great it's great i learned a lot okay so let's start with robert K- kardashian Okay, he was the OG patriarch of the family and key member of the O.J. Simpson trial defense. Ah, played brilliantly by David Schwimmer. Oh, yes. I was going to mention that at the end. But yes, he was played brilliantly by David Schwimmer in the 2016 FX miniseries American Crime Story, colon, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Uh, I think it was award winning, actually. Oh, absolutely. Sterling K. Brown got got himself Mm. an Emmy. Yes. Mm. Hello. Um, so he was, uh, the trial defense team was called the dream team. They were dubbed the dream team. Yeah, sure. Um, so he was born in Los Angeles to Armenian parents and he got his JD at the university of San Diego school of law and he practiced for a decade. But after that he went into business. Um, in 1973, Robert Kardashian was one of the co-founders of the trade publication radio and records, which he and his partner sold for a large profit in 1979. Uh, Kardashian also pioneered the idea of playing music between movies in theaters, and he subsequently parlayed the concept into a business, starting a company called Movie Tunes. Uh, (laughs) He served as president and CEO of the firm and later invested in Juice Inc., a frozen yogurt company, and in a music video business called Concert Cinema. Uh, He also dated Priscilla Presley for a year in 1975, uh, but he married Chris Houghton in 1978 and had four children. Courtney, Kimberly, Chloe, and Rob. Uh, Chris and Robert separated and divorced in 1991. Uh, So Robert Kardashian and O.J. Simpson first met in the early 1970s and became close friends. Following the June 12th, 1994 murder of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, Simpson stayed in Kardashian's house to avoid the media, which is portrayed in the 2016 FX miniseries American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Uh, Kardashian was the man seen carrying Simpson's garment bag the day that Simpson flew back from Chicago and prosecutors speculated that the bag may have contained Simpson's bloody clothes or the murder weapon. Uh, when Simpson failed to turn himself in at 11 a.m. on June 17th, 1994, Kardashian read a letter by Simpson to the assembled media and this letter was interpreted by many as a suicide note. Mm -hmm. Uh, Simpson was charged with the murders and subsequently acquitted of all criminal charges. As we remember in the controversial criminal trial, 
Kardashian had let his license to practice law become inactive before the Simpson case, but reactivated it to aid in Simpson's defense as a volunteer assistant on his legal team alongside Simpson's main defense attorneys, Robert Shapiro, and of course, Johnny Cochran. Mm -hmm. Uh, As one of Simpson's lawyers and member of the defense dream team, Kardashian could not be compelled or subpoenaed to testify against Simpson in the case, which included Simpson's past history and behavior with his ex-wife, Nicole. And as to the contents of Simpson's garment bag, he sat by him throughout the trial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The New York Times reported that Robert Kardashian said in a 1996 ABC interview that he questioned Mr. Simpson's innocence. Mm. Quote, I have doubts. The blood evidence is the biggest thorn in my side. That causes me the greatest problems. So I struggle with the blood evidence. Uh, Kardashian was diagnosed with esophageal cancer in July 2003. He died less than eight weeks later at age 59 on September 30th, 2003, and was buried in Inglewood Park Cemetery in Inglewood, California. Um, so that is Robert Kardashian. Did you say, sorry, did no, you please. say he invested in a company called Juice Inc? Juice, uh, Juice Inc. Yes. Any chance it was like OJ Simpson's company? <laughs> you know what? I didn't even think about that, but yeah, maybe. Um, also memorable if you watched the the um uh, the miniseries people versus oj simpson yes my brain today <laughs> um anyway so there's one scene that um like oj simpson is staying at the kardashians sure. house and then he's supposed to turn himself in again yeah. mm-hmm. and they go looking for him in the house because he can't big. be seen and it's just it's just david schwimmer wandering the house going juice <laughs> Where are you, Juice? <laughs> and he didn't was, win an Emmy for this. It was, I was laughing so hard <laughs> that I like this is a very serious. It was supposed to be a dramatic moment, <laughs> and he's just like Juice, <laughs> Juice, Juice. Oh my God! When your nickname is Juice, great. Call it like when you're having a good time. Hey, Juice. Oh my God, this is my bro, Juice. But like, if you're being Accused of murder and you're afraid that your friend nicknamed Orenthal. Juice has killed himself. Get down yeah. here. Yeah, Orenthal. Yeah. <laughs> OJ. Mr. Simpson. Yeah. Some One of those things. Anyway. Robert Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. May he rest in peace. May he rest. Okay. And now the matriarch. Kristen Mary Houghton Kardashian Jenner, also known as Kris Jenner, momager of the Kardashian clan. She was born in San Diego, California. She's the eldest child of Mary Jo Houghton, known as MJ on the show. Uh, she is just a white lady, despite her vaguely exotic appearance. Uh, she, <laughs> it's true. She's uh, just she's, white. She's just white, but she's very beautiful. I mean, oh, she's a very sure. beautiful woman. She's had, she was a model. She was a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had quite a bit of work done. Uh, yeah, who hasn't? I mean, you know? really. I mean, I haven't, but just you wait. <laughs> um, so she graduated from high school in 1973 and worked as a flight attendant for a year in 1976. Uh, she remained close friends with Robert Kardashian after their divorce in 1991. Even though she married retired Olympian Caitlyn Jenner one month after the divorce was finalized, she has two children with Jenner. Yeah, I know. It was a whirlwind romance, apparently. Uh, she has two children with Jenner, Kendall and Kylie, and four stepchildren, Bert, Cassandra, also known as Casey, Brandon, and Brody. Your least favorite name. The least favorite of the Jenner children, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, And she and Jenner divorced in September of 2014. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was good friends with Nicole Simpson-Brown, and the trial was very hard on her and the family. So it's very weird. So she... There's like an often mocked video that like was resurfaced, Mm -hmm. apparently for her 
for her birthday one year, uh, Chris Kardashian created a music video called I Love My Friends uh, of a song that she sings. And it's like, I love my friends. And all her friends are like, I'm friends with Chris. And one of them is like OJ Simpson at like a typewriter or a computer or something. He turns around. He was like, I love my friends. It's like, oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Do you, Orenthal? Yeah. Do you love your friends? Because you definitely murdered your wife. Anyway, uh, Jenner runs her own production company called Jenner Communications, which is based in Los Angeles. Since the start of the TV show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she has managed her daughter Kim's career. She's also involved with the business management of her other daughters and son. Rob. Poor Rob. Anyway, uh, she opened a children's boutique in 2004 with her eldest daughter, Courtney. The boutique was called Smooch. And was open for almost six years before closing down in 2009. Yeah, smooch. 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 Uh, Jenner's autobiography, Chris Jenner, Ellipsis, and All Things Kardashian, was released in November 2011. She later wrote a cookbook entitled In the Kitchen with Chris, a collection, with K, Ugh. of Kardashian-Jenner family favorites, which was released in October 2014. Something tells me this woman has not cooked a meal mm. in her life. Anyway. She hosted a pop culture-driven daytime talk show called Chris. Uh, the series began a six-week trial summer run on several Fox-owned stations on July 15th, 2013. The show's six-week trial run was not extended. Uh, in 2007, Jenner met with Ryan Seacrest to pursue a reality television show based on her family. Seacrest, who had his own production company, decided to develop the idea, having the popular family-based show The Osbournes in mind. Oh, yeah. yes. The OG reality show. Mm-hmm family television show uh the show eventually was picked up to air on the e cable network with jenner acting as the executive producer of course the series focused on the personal and professional lives of the kardashian jenner blended families the series debuted on october 14th 2007 and had has later become one of the longest running reality television shows in the country wow the show has resulted in the development of several spin-offs such as courtney and chloe take miami which was in 2009 one season only. Courtney and Kim take New York. One season only in 2011. <laughs> Chloe and Lamar, 2011. That Oof. did not continue. Mm-hmm. Robin China, 2016. Definitely Oof. did not continue. And Life of Kylie, which was aired in 2017 and was not renewed. The series' popularity led to the Kardashians being able to cash in by endorsing products. The letter cash with K. Cash with a K. Uh, these included waist slimming pants, beauty products, and Coca-Cola, for which they are paid as of 2016, 75000 per post on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <sighs> That's depressing. <laughs> I know. It really is. Because uh, it's not even like work when you do an no. ad like that. It's just like, here I am. Here's a picture of me holding a can of Coke. Yeah. Mm, they don't Coke. even Hashtag ad. They don't even have to write the copy. Like someone in PR actually is like, we would love for you to post a picture of yourself holding our product and say something like this. I, uh, after the holidays, I feel so bloated. This is why I use uh, tummy slimming tea called, what's that tummy tea? Do you know what it is? I, I don't, don't know. know what it is. It's, it's like very bad for you. <laughs> you should not drink any of that tummy tea that the Kardashians shill on their Instagram. Anyway. Oh, we will talk about that later. Uh, Jenner and Pastor Brad Johnson founded the California Community Church in 2012. She was portrayed by American actress Selma Blair in the FX limited series American Crime Story, colon, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Yes. All right, we're going to go in order of birth, birth order, order for the Kardashian All right. children. <clears throat> Here we go. Buckle in. 
On to Courtney Mary Kardashian, born on April 18th, 1979 in Los Angeles, California. She attended Marymount High School, a Roman Catholic all-girls school in Los Angeles. She is the shortest of the Kardashian girls. She is the eldest and the most, I one would say the most vapid. Uh, the one with the... Uh, with the most vocal fry and the most um, sort of like uh, lost affect, okay. just like very blank in mm-hmm. the face region. Okay, um, following, blank in the face. Yeah, blank in Courtney. the face. <laughs> Courtney, yes. Uh, following graduation, she moved to Dallas, Texas, to attend Southern Methodist University for two years. Courtney then lived in Tucson, Arizona, where she graduated from the University of Arizona with a bachelor's degree in theater arts and a minor in Spanish. The Sun Devils. Exactly. The classmates include Nicole Richie. She is the only Kardashian to have a college degree. Okay. Courtney. Courtney is the only one to have a college degree. Uh, Courtney first. Courtney's college degree. Courtney's K college degree with a K at the end for some reason. Uh, She first became known in reality television audiences on the 2005 series Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. I had never heard of it before. Apparently it was like you earn money for charity by driving cattle, I guess. I don't know. I mean, good for her. So with sisters Kim and Chloe, Kardashian co-owns and operates Dash, which is a clothing boutique in Los Angeles, Miami, New York City, and a pop-up store in the Hamptons. Uh, In the spring of 2010, Courtney and her sisters released a clothing line for BB. In August 2010, Courtney announced that she and her sisters were working on another clothing line called K-Dash, which was sold on QVC. She and her sisters created a sunless tanner called Kardashian Glamour Tan in 2010. I bet they use it, too. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, Kardashian wrote the book Kardashian Confidential with a K with her sisters, Chloe and Kim. It was released in November 2010. So Courtney wrote Kardashian Confidential. Uh, She and the sisters, all three of them. Yep. So the Kardashian Confidential book is a group biography, I guess. Uh, of Chloe, Kim, and Courtney. This is very hard. Uh, Courtney made her acting debut with a guest appearance on ABC Soap One Life to Live on March 28th, 2011, appearing as attorney Cassandra with a K, Cavana with a K. <laughs> Cassandra Cavana? Cassandra Cavana. Uh, Kardashian had grown up watching the soap opera and described her appearance as the realization of a lifelong dream. Her performance was met with negative reviews from critics. <laughs> As I said before. With her blank. With her blank. Blank face face and vocal fry. And vocal fry. Your honor. So here's the thing about vocal fry. Side note. I don't mind vocal fry. Some people, it makes people crazy with the vocal fry. Men seem to really hate vocal fry. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of men that have vocal fry. It just has to do with like how deep your register is in your voice. Mm -hmm. As a low voiced bitch myself. (laughs) I feel like I sometimes have vocal fry. I had it at the Mm -hmm. end of this sentence. Here's my vocal fry. That's fry right there. But yeah, like when it's extended, that's when it oh, drives yeah. me crazy. And I think it has a lot to do with because they're originally from California and they have a little bit of the California girl thing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the the um, my favorite murder girls get that all the time, too, that they have vocal fry and that they have like the valley girl mm-hmm. accent type thing. Yeah. It doesn't bother me as much. I think the fact that they the way that they talk, like the content of what they say tends to be very vapid. And I think that's also does not help them. But in and of itself, vocal vocal fry is like, come on, you know, let it go. Yeah. It's just the way some people talk. And there's a lot of guys that have vocal fry too. (laughs) So they can go take that vocal fry and shove it up their asses. Anyway, sorry, that was like weirdly (laughs) apologize. (laughs) Anyway, 
Uh, she's not a good actress. In September 2012, she and younger sister Kim created another spinoff reality television series, Courtney and Kim Take Miami, which began airing in 2013. How are they going to take it? I mean, you know, they, they snatched it up. Um, I think it was like because... Carmen San Diego style. <laughs> yes, they just took it. <laughs> they and just then you dropped it in the it. helicopter with the big <laughs> grappling hook. So it seems like all of these, you know, this sister and this sister take this city. Uh, all has to do with like they're opening the, a Dash store mm-hmm. because that was like their main... It was a big commercial. Just one it was big just se- season long One long commercial. commercial. Yeah. But do they sell at Dash? Uh, clothes. Usually, Is it for everybody? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. That's not for everybody. <laughs> In more ways than one. It's like clubwear yes. with a K? It is. It's probably clubwear with a K. It's not for kids. The C is nowhere to be found in those stores. The C is anathema in Dash, as far as I know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's still around. I imagine it's still around, but I don't think Dash is like the behemoth it was at mm-hmm. one point because of the Kardashians. Um, so the three sisters, Courtney, Chloe, and Kim, are spokeswomen for the diet supplement Quick Trim for weight loss. In March 2012, the three sisters were named in a $5 million class action lawsuit against Quick Trim. The complaint filed in the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York accused the Kardashians, along with Quick Trim's manufacturer Windmill Health Products and the retailer GNC and others in the sales and marketing chain of false and deceptive marketing. Oof. The plaintiffs from several states brought claims under their respective states' consumer protection laws. So that was a little bit of uh, litigious action toward them, which would continue <laughs> for the next however long uh in terms of personal life courtney began dating scott disick also known as lord disick on mm-hmm. instagram mm-hmm. he does not seem to have a job like a real job yeah. his job is just like professional asshole <laughs> so she met him in 2006 when they met at a friend joe francis's house party in mexico do you remember oh, joe, joe francis yeah joe girls F- gone wild yes. joe uh, francis yeah that Mm, I, there are so many words. Did he like escape the country? He did. I think he fled. Yeah, because he has a house in Mexico. He fled to Mexico because he had like all of these tax evasion problems right. and like I think sexual assault and like yeah, he seems right. He is mm-hmm. liter- He's a pig. That guy and close personal friends. Scott close Disick. personal friends with Scott Disick. Cool. Uh, they have had an on again, off again relationship, meaning Courtney and Scott Disick, of yes. course, uh, all throughout the filming of the show. Uh, Courtney gave birth to their first son, Mason Dash Disick, on December 14th, 2009. Mason's delivery by Beverly Hills doctor Paul Crane was filmed and aired during the fourth season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. On July 8th, 2012, Courtney gave birth to their second child, daughter Penelope Scotland Disick. She was named after Scotland because of Courtney's Scottish ancestry. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, oh, on the uh, on the white lady side. <laughs> okay. on, um, on Chris's side. The white yeah. Gosh. Courtney gave birth to their third child, a son, Rain Aston Disick, on December 14th, 2014, which was also Mason's fifth birthday. That is rain like a king rain, not uh, rain like the like, precipitation. Uh, yeah. So there you go. On so July- Mason and Rain have the same birthday? Yes, they do. Oh, poor Mason. I know. he's And he's a younger son. Yeah, it's all over. Like Mason will never be paid attention to ever again. On July 6, 2015, which is also my birthday. Mm. That was my 30th birthday. E! News reported the couple's breakup. Oh. 
She briefly dated Justin Bieber and later started dating a guy named Yunus Benjima, who is 24 and a model, I guess. Question but, mark. But they broke up recently and she's now with a 20-year-old named Luca Sabat. 20? 20. She is 39. Can you imagine being 39 and dating a 20-year-old? No. How exhausting would oh that be? God, so exhausting. It'd be like dating a teen boy because that's what 20-year-old... They'd be like, I'll pick you up at 11 p.m.? <laughs> Sorry, I have been asleep for a half an hour. What are you talking about? Yeah, 20. He's very handsome. And, you know. But he can't buy alcohol. No, he can't, she can't even buy alcohol. can't go to a bar with him. No. It's, I'm it's, sure that they never break the law. They no. never. Absolutely not. They're law-abiding mm-hmm. citizens, mm-hmm. both of them. All right. You ready? Here we go. The Middleist. <sighs> the Middleist. The Middleist. And arguably the most famous of the Kardashians. Kimberly Noel Kardashian West. You know what? I don't think I knew her middle name was Noel. Yeah, it's Noel. I didn't know that. Well, there you Thank go. Thank you for See, teaching me you're this. You're so welcome. I'm going right. to you could. I don't even need to be here for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare leave me alone with this. Okay. She was born on October 21st, 1980. She first gained media attention as a friend and stylist of Paris Hilton. But as you and I both know, mm-hmm. received wider notice after a 2003 sex tape with her former boyfriend, Ray J, was leaked in 2007. Ray J was Brandy's brother, yes, right? Yes, Ray J is Brandy's singer Brandy. brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also, he is not nearly as famous as any of these other people I'm going right. to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Uh, later that year, coincidentally, she and her family began keeping up with the Kardashians. Weird. Uh, she filed a lawsuit against Vivid Entertainment, who distributed the film as Kim K Superstar. She later dropped the suit and settled for a reported $5 million, and she posed for Playboy in December 2007. Wait, so she got $5 million from that? Yeah. <sighs> from the suit of the sex tape leaking. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's terrible. Like, I don't, I firmly uh, am of the opinion that she did not do that on purpose. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. the the video was leaked because she was like, yeah, I want to leak this. Sure. But I do think that maybe her mother was like, let's make some lemonade out of these lemons, yeah. you know, and was like, hey, we're famous now. How about we get a TV show? Just a theory, just a personal theory about the Kardashians that I have. Uh, in 2000, a 19-year-old Kardashian eloped with music producer Damon Thomas. Thomas filed for divorce in 2003. Kardashian later blamed their separation on physical and emotional abuse on his part. So how long were they married? Um, Three years. First marriage. First marriage. Three years. Okay. Yep. Uh, Prior to the completion of her divorce, Kardashian began dating singer Ray J. Okay. Which is how this all started. Oh, so she was still technically married? Yes. She was still technically married. Okay. Mm -hmm. When she began the whole dalliance with Ray J. Okay. Uh, In 2008, she made her feature film debut in the disaster film spoof Disaster Movie, in which she appeared as a character named Lisa. So she did not play herself. She did not play herself. She played a character named Lisa. Yep. Great. In Disaster Movie. In Disaster Movie. That same year, she was a participant on season seven of Dancing with the Stars, where she was the third contestant to be eliminated. In April 2009, she released a workout DVD series through her television production company, all one word, Kim's a Princess. Productions, (laughs) Productions, <laughs> like an AAM screen name. Yeah, Kim's a Princess Productions LLC, which has seen the release of three successful workout videos called "Fit in Your Jeans by Friday" with trainers Jennifer Gallardi and Patrick Godot. 
Kardashian played Elle in four episodes of the television series Beyond the Break. Beyond the Break. I don't think I know what that is. I don't know it either. Um, she got a wax figure at Madame Tussauds in 2010 and also appeared as a contestant on The Apprentice 2010. Uh, it also brought the autobiography Kardashian Confidential that year. In December 2010, Kardashian filmed a music video for a song titled Jam, parentheses, Turn It Up. The video was directed by Hype Williams and Kanye West makes a cameo in the video. Uh, Kardashian premiered the song during a New Year's Eve party at Tao Las Vegas on December 31st, 2010. I've been to Tao in New York. Great Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> the, song, the song was produced by The Dream and Tricky Stewart. When asked if an album was in the works, Kardashian replied, there's no album in the works or anything. Just one song we did for Courtney and Kim Take New York in a video Hype William directed. Half the proceeds were giving away to a cancer foundation because The Dreams and one of my parents passed away from cancer. It's all just having fun with a good cause. Okay, well, that's a nice thing. Yeah. Jim Farber, writing for the Daily News, called the song, quote, a dead brain piece of generic dance music without a single distinguishing feature and suggested that the single made Kardashian, quote, the worst singer in the re- reality TV universe. Are we going to play? Are you going to play that as your oh thing music? Oh, my God. Yes, I'm playing it as my <laughs> interstitial. Get ready, everybody. Uh, she dated football player Reggie Bush from 2007 to 2009. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very handsome guy. Oh, also, yeah. he started dating a girl named Nikki or something like that, who's a dancer. Mm-hmm. Also Armenian, looked looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. Exactly. Some people have a type. I, he definitely does because <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, in May 2011, Kim became engaged to NBA player Chris Humphreys. Chris with, with a, a K. K. Spelled the same way. Right? Spelled the same way as her So it was Humphreys. doomed from the beginning. He was then of the New Jersey Nets, whom she had been dating since October 2010. Um, he actually then started playing for the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And my ex-boyfriend's dad was a sports photographer in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And he would frequently see her on the sidelines of Timberwolves games. Really? And she would never pay attention to the game. She was oh, always sure. on her phone, taking I, selfies, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was very quiet and was really nice to everybody. She does sound like a nice person. She's really sweet. Like a love. She seems like a lovely person. And uh, she is certainly not someone that I would, I would suggest that maybe a teen girl would try to emulate Mm -hmm. um, because of her personal choices in life. But she is surprisingly smart and surprisingly funny. And I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later. I mean, she's not like comedian of the year. (laughs) She's not like you. No, she's not. Please. (laughs) This bitch is not as funny as I am. But for someone who is perceived as stupid and vapid, she has a, a good sense of humor about herself, which I can always, appreciate. I'm always appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so her and Chris Humphreys. So uh, they were married in a wedding ceremony on August 20th in Montecito, California in May, 2011. Uh, earlier that month, she had released her wedding fragrance called Kim Kardashian Love, which coincided with her own wedding. A two-part TV special showing the preparations and the wedding itself aired on E! in early October 2011 amidst what the Washington Post called a media blitz. After 72 days of marriage, she filed for divorce from Humphreys on October 31st, citing irreconcilable differences. Several news outlets surmised that Kardashian's marriage to Humphreys was merely a publicity stunt to promote the Kardashian family's brand and their subsequent television ventures, which I don't really buy. Mm. If the whole thing was like a 
Right. A they spent a mm-hmm. lot of money on that wedding. Right. Like, and the whole season was like them leading up to it mm-hmm. and all that type of thing. I really don't think that it was that. But I think, again, Chris Kardashian said, hmm, I'm going to take these lemons <laughs> and I'm going to turn them into money. Uh, Kim began dating rapper and longtime friend Kanye West in April 2012 while still legally married to Humphreys. Her divorce was finalized on June 3rd, 2013. Uh, Kardashian and West became engaged on October 21st, which was her 33rd birthday, and married on May 24th, 2014 at Fort de Belvedere in Florence, Italy. Her wedding dress was designed by Riccardo Tisci of Givenchy. The New York Times referred to their marriage as a historic blizzard of celebrity. (laughs) Kim gave birth to the first child with West, daughter Northwest, on June 15th, 2013. She gave birth to their second child, son Saint West, on December 5th, 2015. Uh, Kim has been very open about her difficult pregnancies. With her first pregnancy, she suffered preeclampsia, which forced her to deliver at 34 weeks. She also suffered placenta accreta after delivery, eventually having to have surgery to remove the placenta and subsequent scar tissue. Yeah. Do not Google placenta Don't. accreta. Nope. Mm-hmm. It will it scar your brain. It basically means stuck placenta. Sc- yes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. Ugh, why do we have children? Anyway. <laughs> after a second pregnancy, her doctors advised against trying to become pregnant again. Uh, the couple's third child, a daughter, was born via surrogate on January 15th, 2018. Uh, on January 19th, her name was announced as Chicago West. So another thing that the tabloids tend to do is say that the reason why she went with a surrogate for their third mm-hmm. pregnancy was because she wanted to keep her body. Because apparently she had gained an enormous amount of weight in her second pregnancy. Okay. But in fact, she does have a lot of health problems related to right. pregnancy and a lot of women do yes because carrying a child as a human person is very dangerous to your health Ugh. i guess <sighs> um so yeah that's kind of unfair an unfair okay. portrayal i mean yeah. she's a selfish person and she'll tell you to your face that that's what she is but you know don't attribute things to her that aren't attributable i just hate those names oh no they're terrible the whole family is terrible names for their kids why I mean, I'm not saying go with like a like a Mary, you mm-hmm. know? It's fine. If you want to be creative, there is so many cultures, rich cultures around mm. the world that you, you don't can need choose to a sa- real ass name. Your kid's name doesn't need to sound like a subway stop. No. You know? Chicago West. Oh, you know, you got to get off at Chicago West. Yeah. And then you got to take the R train to Northwest. That's, that's crazy. Whatever. So... <laughs> In June 2014, Kim released a mobile game for iPhone and Android called Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Yes. The objective of the game is to become a Hollywood star starlet. The game supports a free-to-play model, meaning the game is free to download, Mm -hmm. but charges for in-game items. The game was a hit, earning $1.6 million in the first five days of its release. (laughs) This whole episode is so depressing. (laughs) In July, the game's developer, Glue Mobile, announced that the game was the fifth highest earning game in Apple's App Store. In May 2015, Kardashian released a portfolio book called Selfish, which is a 325-page collection of self-taken photos of herself. A surprisingly beautiful book. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, There were a lot of, like, um, there was a lot of, like, high-level ink spilled from, like, the New York Times and, like, Paper Magazine and stuff about, like... 
is Kim Kardashian bringing about like a new world, like philosophy about, you know, the image of the self and celebrity. It was like, oh my God, like this is like, she's a beautiful woman who takes pictures of herself. Take it easy. was like, you should print these and bind them and sell it for $250. She was like, that's a great idea. I should do that. I have enough of these photos. I know what I look like. (laughs) I know what I look like. Yeah. If anybody knows exactly what she looks like, it's Kim Kardashian. Uh Uh, In December 2015, Kardashian released an emoji pack for iOS devices called Kimoji. Uh, The app was a bestseller, becoming one of the top five most bought apps that week. She and Kanye appeared on the cover of April's Vogue that year. On October 2nd, 2016, while attending Paris Fashion Week, Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in the apartment where she was staying. I remember that yes, too. Yes, it's terrible. Five individuals dressed as police officers bound and gagged her, then stole 10 million worth of jewelry. Once they accessed Kardashian's room, they held a gun to her head, tying her wrists and legs and wrapping duct tape around her mouth as a gag. Uh, Kim, who was placed in the bathtub, was physically unharmed and reportedly begged for her life. She managed to wriggle her hands free from the plastic ties around her wrists and scream for help. The thieves escaped. Did she Uh, have bodyguards with her? um, Apparently, she did have bodyguards, but I think they were not there for some reason. I'm not 100% sure of like some, there was some like bad miscommunication. Um, on October 6th, it was revealed that filming for the next season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians has been placed on hold indefinitely after the robbery. And then production resumed on October 26th. She has since stopped wearing much jewelry in public. Okay. Um, and some again, there were a lot of people who blamed her for like, well, if you didn't like show off all your jewelry and stuff on Instagram, then maybe you wouldn't have been robbed. And it's like, give Meh. me a break. Like that. No, no one should have to go right. through that. You know, that's terrible. Um, so apparently she still, uh, has a lot of like, um, I don't want to say PTSD cause that's right. She, she was a little bit traumatized. Yes. She by was traumatized by yeah. it and is still kind of traumatized by mm-hmm. it. Like traveling with a lot of jewelry and having sure. a lot of money. And I think it's, especially if you have kids, then, oh, it, yeah. then it, you're worried about that. You're being a, you're a celebrity. You've been mm-hmm. targeted before. Exactly. You want to keep your kids safe. I think this is, and in the show, she like kind of works through it on camera kind of thing. And whether that's like set up or not, Mm -hmm. either way, I think it's, it kind of dawned on her like, oh, everybody can see me. Yeah. And not like, I think she always knew that she was a celebrity and that she's very out there. But I think this was the first time that it really hit home. Like, like French street toughs, (laughs) like everyone can see me and people could target me Mm -hmm. for violence or theft. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a shame. But to make her feel better, she has a lot of money. Uh, in terms of business ventures, she is also the founder and head stylist of Shoe Dazzle. Uh, it was valued at $280 million in 2012. Um, I, full disclosure, used to be a member of Shoe Dazzle. Which, is, that, is that what happened? It was a... <laughs> is, that, is that why your old apartment bookshelves were just no. shoes <laughs> instead of books? Okay. In my old apartment when I lived alone, I had a bookshelf. That built-in bookshelf. And instead of books, I put shoes on it. She filled it with shoes. Filled it with shoes. And it was a beautiful display. I put them It in was it. beautiful, but you never wore any oh, okay. of them. Okay, first of all, that's not true. I wore some of them. And two, only like maybe four or five of those pairs was, were shoe dazzle. Okay. It was like one of those um, early subscription things where yeah. they send you a pair per month unless you skip, you know. <laughs> um, the quality was subpar. So, yeah. <laughs> so you have personally given money to I the Kardashians. Ha- yes. I, Lauren Teglaferro, have personally, ha- willingly handed over money to Kim Kardashian. 
it was a it was 2012 it was a difficult time one time i accidentally gave 15 dollars to greenpeace and it's been haunting me ever since i'm sorry that's all right you know they 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 really get at you i know they really get at you they're just (laughs) as bad as pita um she also has a line of fragrances the most recent being kkw body of which the bottle is an exact model of her nude torso i hate it um, i hate it so okay, so she posted on instagram like her covered in gray mud and was like she was naked covered in gray mud and she was like kkw body coming you know this month uh and people were like what the what the what mm-hmm. uh and as it turns out it was an exact mold it's the exact mold of like from armpits to top of thighs her body and she's got an incredible body don't get me sure. wrong but like okay do you need that apparently like, it I need stinks it? too like it's not great <laughs> um she has also launched kkw beauty with a line of eyeshadow palettes contour and highlight kits and lip products which are very expensive. Mm-hmm. Once her sister Kylie got into it, the rest of the family was like, um, me too. I want a piece of that, uh, which I will mention a little bit later. Um, Kim has also worked in the area of prison reform, advocating for the commutation of the sentence of Chris Young and also of Alice Marie Johnson, who was a woman who received a life sentence for a first time drug offense, which was granted by the president in June, 2018. Hmm. Her net worth. Sorry, I'll let you breathe is 350 million and she is the fifth most followed person on Instagram with 108 million followers. So the first most followed person is Selena Gomez. Second is Cristiano Ronaldo. Third is Ariana Grande and fourth is Beyonce. So she is the fifth most followed. Um, She was on wait, wait, don't tell me. (laughs) And this is how I know she's funny. So wait, wait, don't tell me is a NPR quiz show where they have comedians who are the panel who answer the questions. And sometimes they have a celebrity or like a book author or somebody call in and they ask them questions and that whole thing. So Peter Sagal, who's the host had Kim Kardashian on because I think she was promoting selfish. She was promoting her book. And, um, she really held her own against like the professional comedians on the panel. Um, she was like very self-deprecating and had a, got in a couple of zingers or whatever. And she was just like nice and sweet and it was perfectly fine. I listened to the episode. I was like, Oh, she seems like a nice person. She didn't make me roar with laughter, but she seemed fine. The, (laughs) all the old hippies who listen to wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR, all the NPR people just lost their shit. They were like, how dare you? Besmega the hollowed holes of public radio. Public radio. (laughs) Yeah, they got a lot. I mean, wait, wait, don't tell me, which is like the most inoffensive (laughs) NPR show, got like hate mail because they had Kim Kardashian call in for a three minute segment. (laughs) Give me a break. So that was kind of fun. Um, So her her body. Let's talk about her body. She talks about her body all the time. Um, She has. If no one has. If you are someone who has been living under a rock. For the past, I don't know, 20 years, 15 years. 14 years. 14 say. years. Uh, Kim Kardashian is a extremely curvy woman. She has a very beautiful face. I would make the argument that she is the most beautiful of all the Kardashian girls. Okay. Um, she uh, has, is very open about all the procedures that she has had done, mm-hmm. but secretive about other things. So she, there's like a... Uh, 
there was a storyline on Keeping Up with the Kardashians where she had Botox done on her forehead. Mm-hmm. And she ended up hating it because she couldn't like move her forehead and didn't realize that like it, fr- it literally freezes your yeah. muscles. So she said, oh, I won't do that again. Her skin is unusually smooth, but she is only 38. Um, it looks like she's had like her nose done and her lips are natural, but her butt. She's got an enormous booty, like disproportional to the rest of her body. Okay. And she says it's because she's Armenian. Armenians have big butts. It's just the way it is. But unfortunately, uh, that's not, no one's (laughs) born like that. She's got teeny tiny little waist. Mm -hmm. She's got big, big boobs. And she's got big ass. Mm -hmm. And skinny little legs, little stick legs. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what she has had done, along with her other sisters, is a Brazilian butt lift. Ah. which is where they suck out fat from other parts of your body and they put it in your butt. Hmm. And it doesn't last forever. So right. you got to keep that up. Keep up with those Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> so she is well manicured, we shall say. Mm-hmm. And because her body is just this weird proportion and because for some reason, because she's so famous, and she's so beautiful and she is so like involved in like all of these businesses and things, people feel like they have to have, like her body is now the ideal body. So like this teeny tiny flat stomach and then a big, big ass, a lot of people are getting medical procedures to kind of like get that look, Mm -hmm. which is not... It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable and it's not... It's it's not natural. It's not natural looking. And when you see Kim Kardashian in a photo that's not like, you know, doctored or Mm -hmm. photoshopped or like perfectly posed she she looks crazy like she's got just a giant butt and like teeny she's only like five feet high she's not a big person Mm -hmm. and she's maybe like a size four or six or something right but her butt is like a size 12 like it's just like what the hell anyway (laughs) she also said that um women should be hairless from the eyelashes down and that's and she gets um electrolysis Mm -hmm. done from the eyelashes down and she also uh lasers back her hairline because she has a very Rita Hayworth. Yes. Like Rita Hayworth. She, if you see like early pictures, like 2002 pictures of Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian, she's got like a two head, like it's (laughs) eyebrows and then two and a half inches and then boom, like a lot of thick Armenian Uh hair. And now she's got this beautiful high forehead, smooth, smooth, smooth. Yeah. So, I mean, say what you will, but she's got, she's had some stuff done. Um, Also this, like this thing from between like, high low culture now i don't know if it's because of kanye or what but she's very high culture now like she was on the cover of vogue Mm -hmm. she's always at new york fashion week her makeup is considered like high-end makeup like urban decay like the higher end makeup stuff like kkw is up there well at the beginning of her career she was shilling for anybody that would give her a dollar yeah so it's this move this weird movement where she was making a ton of money doing like piddly shit and now she's making a ton of money still doing piddly shit because she's still like shilling like weight loss lollipops on her Instagram oh, and stuff. Okay. And like those waist trainers, waist trainers and things. Yeah. So she's still like, she's still getting money wherever she can, but now she's considered like a little bit more like high end celebrity as opposed to like trashy celebrity. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not everybody thinks this way. And I'm not mm. certainly saying that I think this way, but that's, kind of, it's a weird movement from like low to high culture that the sure. Kardashians have kind of swung through. Um, but you know what? Get yours, Kim. I mean, whatever. Get yours. You're making a lot of money. God bless. All right. The youngest of the daughters, Chloe Alexandra Kardashian. 
She was born June 27th, 1984 in Los Angeles, California. She is the tallest, blondest, and least Kardashian looking of the Kardashian clan. Um, she is also the funniest, I guess. She seems to be the most liked of yeah. the three girls. Like she tells it like it is. Yeah. She's like sassy. Um, she is now, she now looks like the rest of them, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, in April 2009, Kardashian and her sister Courtney announced they were contracted to star in a spinoff that would follow their move to launch a Dash store in Miami called Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. Um, starting May 29, 2009, Kardashian joined Miami Top 40 mainstream outlet WHYI for a weekly four-hour talk-slash-entertainment program co-hosted by 106 and Park's Terrence J. In 2001, she suffered a traumatic brain injury in a car accident. Oh, really? Yeah. She went through the windscreen and <gasps> suffered a severe concussion. The windscreen? The windscreen. I know. Clearly, British, I got this from a British, British Wikipedia source. <laughs> <laughs> she went through the windshield and suffered a severe concussion, causing long-term memory loss. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, on March 4th, 2007, Kardashian was arrested for driving under the influence. And on July 18th, 2008, she was reported to jail to serve time for violation of probation. Hmm. And this was portrayed on the TV show because they were driving her to jail. Jail. Okay. And Kim was taking pictures of herself. Mm -hmm. And Chris Kardashian said, Kim, stop taking pictures of yourself. Your sister is going to jail. <laughs> um, Chloe faced a sentence of up to 30 days in enrollment in an alcohol treatment program within three weeks of her release from jail. She was released less than three hours later due to overcrowding. Which Isn't was that, Do you remember that? Like, yes. Paris Hilton went to jail and it was this big thing. Mm -hmm. And then she was there for, you know, four hours. Yeah. Overcrowding. Overcrowding. Yeah. And then um, it was the same way with um, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. What the heck? I don't know. I don't know if like, what was overcrowding? What's overcrowding? Well, we don't hear about. It's not overcrowded for everybody. <laughs> No, it's certainly not overcrowded for the thousands of minorities who are arrested for low-level drug charges. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, this isn't a political podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, let's just say that in the early 2000s, uh, famous white girls got out of jail pretty quickly. four hours or less. Like, yeah. that's less time than, like, sometimes you go to a doctor's appointment. Yes. <laughs> There's less time than you're spending Your in the 9 ER. appointment doesn't you don't get seen until 11 30 oh my god that happened to me last week can i tell you oh my god you're like i scheduled it in the morning yeah for a reason if we're not going How to are pay you attention that far behind yeah if we're not going to stick to a schedule then we live in anarchy everyone just saying all right <laughs> <laughs> On September 27th, 2009, Chloe married professional basketball player Lamar Odom, mm -hmm. who was a member of the Los Angeles Lakers at the time. The couple were married exactly one month after they met at a party for Odom's teammate, Meta World Peace. Do you remember Meta World Peace? Barely. <laughs> Barely. Uh, Chloe removed her middle name and took her husband's surname, becoming Chloe Kardashian Odom. Mm-hmm. Uh, in February 2011, uh, Kardashian and her husband released a unisex fragrance called Unbreakable. Uh, in May 2011, <laughs> Chloe and her sisters announced the release of their first novel. Prior to publication, the sisters requested help with naming their book. Uh, the winner was offered a cameo appearance in the novel. And in July 2011, it was announced that the winning title was Dollhouse. Uh, in October 2012, Kardashian and Odom released a second unisex fragrance called Unbreakable Joy, inspired by the holiday season. Uh, Chloe's radio show, The Mix Up with Chloe Kardashian Odom, was a one hour commercial free show where Chloe will take requests, chat with her celebrity friends, and more during the Maverick season while she's in Dallas with her husband, Lamar. 
Uh, it aired on January 30th, 2012. In October of that year, Kardashian and Mario Lopez were, were confirmed as the co-hosts of the second season of the American version of The X Factor. Okay. Uh, she, uh, only, she was only lasted a year. Like she yeah. was the co-host with Mario for like one year and then she was like, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, on March 26, 2014, he announced a keeping up with the Kardashian spinoff series called Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. And that one followed Courtney, Chloe and Scott as they relocate to the Hamptons while the girls worked on the New York dash store plus open a pop-up store. In 2016, Chloe hosted the cocktails with Chloe cocktails with a K. Uh, pop culture themed variety talk show. Um, she now has a show called Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian about working out to prove you, to your ex that you're hot now. I hate this. Yeah, it's very bad. And the 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 hilarious thing is, I watched like one third of an episode. Because well, you have stock in the Kardashians. I do. At this I point. Now, I now <laughs> you know my money's invested. I got to find out what's going on. <laughs> Um, so she shows up at the beginning and meets the person. She's like, hi, tell me about what happened with your relationship. And they're like, oh, it's so sad. He was such an asshole. And she's like, you know what you need to do? You need to create a revenge body. And then she disappears. (laughs) And then the rest of the show are like low level, like, there's like a life coach and a dietitian, and a... She's actually just green screened. Yeah, she's green screened and you're not actually talking to Chloe. Um, and then depending on how heartbreaking your story is chloe shows up at the end okay to see your finished product but nine times out of ten i think she does not show up she i think it's like, like a skype call yeah hey girl hey, Teresa. <laughs> oh my god girl look at how good look you at look. your revenge body oh my god tim is going to be so mad <laughs> revenge is a dish best served as a hot body that was so good oh my god julia you should call them and see if you can be on the show yeah. As a as a writer, of course, yeah, no, (laughs) no, no, no. I have my revenge body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we all have our revenge bodies right now. It's it's November. I'm really settling into revenge body season. (laughs) Oh God. Okay, wait. No, serious time now. All right. On December thirteenth, twenty thirteen, after months of speculated separation, Chloe filed for divorce from Odom and for legal restoration of her last name. Both parties signed divorce papers in July 2015. Uh, The divorce had yet to receive final approval from a judge in October 2015 when Odom was hospitalized after being found unconscious in a Nevada brothel. Oh, right. He was in a coma for four days, and as he lay in the hospital, Chloe withdrew her pending divorce petition. And in an interview with People magazine, Chloe confirmed that they had not reconciled and the divorce had been withdrawn so that she could make medical decisions on Mm -hmm. Odom's behalf. And Chloe and Odom's divorce was finalized in December 2016. Uh, Chloe's troubles have not ended. However, she is currently dating basketball player Tristan Thompson of the Cavaliers. And in December 2017, she announced they were expecting their first child together. Oh, yay. Oh, mm-hmm. we're so happy. Oh, great. On April 12, 2018, Kardashian gave birth to their daughter, True Thompson. True. Following con- controversy after Thompson was found to have cheated on Chloe during her pregnancy, he is now inactive on social media at her request, Oof. which is... Request is a gentle term. I you've imagine been, you've been banned by social from social media by the Kardashian by the family. Kardashian family. Yes. So he like three days before she went into labor, <laughs> like videos of him actively cheating Ugh. on her in a club in Cleveland, which is like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Surface. And I guess the most recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians shows all of the Kardashian clan finding out on their phones that he cheated on her so yeah. it was like this brady bunch style like 
tiling of all the videos of them like, oh my God, oh my God, like calling each other. What should we do? What should we do? Looking down to the side, (laughs) looking up, talking to each other. Hey girl. Yeah. Um, So there is an ongoing rumor in regards to Chloe Mm -hmm. uh, that OJ Simpson is her real dad. Oh my God. Uh, Because if you look at early Chloe, Chloe is taller than the rest of them. Both Kim and Courtney are like mm. little, little. Chloe is like 5'10". She has 5'10". blue eyes. Yeah, she has She's, lighter eyes. So if there's some celebrities out there that it's like surprising when you find out that they have blue eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't know if she has blue eyes. She might like have brown Kobe eyes. Like Kobe Smullers from like How I Met Your Mother oh, yeah. and all that stuff. She's a surprise blue eyes celebrity. Oh, yeah. You know what? I would never think about that. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, she was like taller and blonder and I think she had light eyes and, and a wider nose. Yeah. And that was the thing that everybody was like, boo, because, you know, the the Simpsons and mm-hmm. the Kardashians were very close at one point. And Chris Kardashian, the mother, had had some affairs mm-hmm. while she was married to Robert. So it was not outside the realm of possibility. And actually, they uh, addressed it on the TV show. Where Chloe was like, am I even your real daughter? Like, am I even really dad's daughter and all this stuff? And she did like a DNA test and everything. Okay. Yeah, it's very wow. weird. Um, but uh, she doesn't look like the rest of them, but that's just, you know, that's just like natural, like mixed yeah. genetics. But now if you look at her face, suddenly she looks, oh my God, almost exactly like the rest of them. She definitely had her nose done oh, right. in like mm-hmm. an intense way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great nose job but it's not her nose. Yeah. Um, and she definitely had like her, her jaw was different. Before her jaw too, was different. Mm-hmm. And now it's like all slimmed out. And she said that it was because after her divorce, she like really got down into like working out. It's your revenge body. She, yes. And that's where revenge body came from. <laughs> and also her ass grew. Like she's like, no, I've just been working out, but she has like a huge ass now. Mm. And there are all these pictures. Cause they've been, t- their photos have been taken right. since, you know, yeah. I don't know who they're trying to, fool mm-hmm. but she had like a normal butt and now she's got like the big bubble butt like mm-hmm. kim so you know now she's a car now she's full kardashian now she has gone full kardashian <laughs> as one does so she and lamar were married for uh they got married in 2009 um she filed for divorce in 2013 but then she rescinded that in 2015 because he okay. got sick and everything yes. and they were fine they were finally divorced in 2016 okay so legally they were married for five years okay seven years oh my god see look at what they're doing to I us i know seven years so Le- kim wa- so kim was married for three years and then she was married for like 72 days and then she's been married to kanye west since 2014 2014 yes and then Courtney and Scott were never married. Courtney Courtney has never been married. And Chloe has only been married to Lamar. Yes. And it was for kind, s- kind for of long. Kind of long. Yeah. Longer than than the other girls. Okay. For sure. Um so poor Rob Kardashian, <laughs> the youngest Kardashian. He was the born sock king. Sock king. He is the sock king. Uh, He was born Robert Arthur Kardashian on May 17th, 1987. He is the youngest and most male of the Kardashian clan. (laughs) He he graduated from the University of Southern California Marshall School of Business in 2009. 
Uh, he dated actress Adrienne Bailon from 2007 until 2009. Was she a cheetah girl? She was a cheetah girl. Yes. And she was apparently the love of his life. Aww. Their relationship was documented on the family reality TV show. And after months of speculation in October 2012, Kardashian confirmed through his Twitter account that he and singer Rita Ora were dating. He dated her and they only dated for like two months. Um, he was a contestant on season 13 of Dancing with the Stars, which was in 2011. He ended up in second place against J.R. Martinez and Karina Smirnoff. Uh, he was one of the final judges of Miss USA 2012. And that same year, he participated in Fox's dating game show, The Choice. And of course, he launched, launched his sock line called Arthur George. Uh, in December 2015, it was reported that Kardashian was hospitalized after falling ill and diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, in January 2016, he began dating model Black China. That's black without a K. Mm-hmm, uh, ironically and enough. And China with a Y. And China with a Y. On April 5th, 2016, uh, Rob and China announced their engagement via Instagram after three months of dating. And in May 2016, it was reported that the couple were expecting their first child together. Their daughter... Dream Renee Kardashian was born on November 10th, 2016. And in December of that year, the couple announced their split on social media after China's Instagram account was hacked. Black China's real name is Angela Renee White. Oh. Oh, and after um, they got engaged, she trademarked the name Angela Kardashian. And apparently the family was very pissed off about that. name. I mean, and she, she didn't even change her name yet. Like, yeah. So, but that didn't happen, obviously, because they broke up. Um, he told his Snapchat followers that his fiance left him, moved out of their home, and took their month-old daughter with her. However, the couple reconciled as the split was revealed to be done in the heat of the moment. It was the heat of the moment. In December 2016, Rob announced on his Instagram that he and China have split. And uh, on December 28th of that year, he was hospitalized again for diabetes, but only stayed overnight. And on July 5th, 2017, he made a series of Instagram posts since deleted, accusing China of infidelity and posting explicit pictures of her, which is... that's really crappy. Yeah, that's really crappy of him to do that. Do you think he called... What do you think he called her? Did he call her China? I don't know. I think he called her Angela. I don't know. There was a TV show called Robin China about them. Because, again, Kris Jenner was like, well, let's do this. Welcome to the fold. Yeah, let's do this. You're getting a TV show. Um, So it followed their relationship as they prepare to welcome their first child. And uh, six hour-long episodes were ordered, excluding a television special featuring the birth of uh, the baby. Um, The show premiered on September 11, 2016. It was later renewed for a second season, but that obviously never happened. Is watching these shows where people give birth on air. What's, uh, what's that about? Um, you know what? I'm not. I'm not averse <laughs> to it. I'm not averse to it. I'll. Uh, but I'm a creep. You know, like I. I like. <laughs> I like that stuff. Um, I think it's because like people have been watching the Kardashians for a long time, and it seems like a good majority of people watch it kind of as Schadenfreude or like okay. a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. type of thing. And some people actually like feel invested in their lives because, you know, even though it's very heavily edited and like choreographed, it feels like a real family. They seem to like really like each other. Uh, so, of course, if there's going to be a spinoff TV show, it's like, well, I, I got to find out what happens with them taking the Hamptons because <laughs> otherwise I'm, it's a fear of missing out, you know? 
Uh, the thing about Rob is that he gained a lot of weight on television and he got a lot of flack for it. And that is unfair. Yeah. Because the man has diabetes and he also had a drug problem, I think for a while. Right. Um, or at least an alcohol problem. And, um, as far as the Kardashians go, it seems like there's a certain percentage of them that are like, yeah, bring the cameras in. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And then there are some of them that are just not as into it. And yet they kind of are forced to right. do it because it's, you know, the family business. Literally, it's a family business. So um, here is some bonus content. You got Kendall Nicole Jenner. She was born November 3rd, 1995, and Kylie Kristen Jenner. She was born August 10th, 1997. So first, we're going to talk about Kendall, the most boring of the Jenner sisters. Okay. Although, mm, <laughs> Kylie comes in a very close second. Uh, she was scouted by Wilhelmina Models in 2009, and her first job was with Forever 21. Uh, now she walks in New York Fashion Week every year for designers like Marc Jacobs, Givenchy, Chanel, Donna Karen, Diane von Furstenberg, Dolce & Gabbana, and Belle Mom, which is a favorite of the Kardashian clan. She has a lifestyle brand with her younger sister called Kendall plus Kylie. Uh, she is the least controversial of the bunch. Um, also, she's very shy with rumors of her being a lesbian. Um, she is not a good model. She has a terrible walk, but she is not nearly as bad as the Hadid sisters. They have terrible walks, just like all like lumpy grumpy and like all their like legs and bones just everywhere. Well, she was controversial when the Pepsi. Ep- oh, the my Pepsi God. Yeah, commercial. I forgot about the Pepsi commercial. Yeah, that was dumb. That stupid thing. Whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Kylie. In 2014 and 2015, Time Magazine listed the Jenner sisters on their list of the most influential teens in the world, citing their considerable influence among youth on social media. Uh, as of 2018, with over 100 million followers, Kylie is one of the top 10 most followed people on Instagram. And in 2017, she was placed in the Forbes Celebrity 100 list, making her the youngest person to be featured on the list. She starred in her own spinoff series called Life of Kylie, which premiered on E! on August 6, 2017. According to Forbes magazine, her net worth is $900 million. This is mainly attributed to her having 100% ownership of Kylie Cosmetics. In an August 2018 issue of Forbes, they predicted that Jenner will become the youngest self-made billionaire ever. However, but by self-made. Yeah. However, others dispute the t- designation self-made. Um, she dated rapper Tyga. That's T-Y-G-A from 2014 to 2017. Tyga, interestingly, is the ex-boyfriend of Kylie's brother Rob's former fiance, Black China, and they share a child. Uh, it was all very weird. Um, she is currently dating rapper Travis Scott and has a baby with him named Stormy with an I, Webster, born February 1st, 2018. Um, she started off in the cosmetic world with her lip kits, her lip kits, which came, which was a lip, uh, a liquid lip and a lip liner in a kit that she sold for like $38 or something like that, which is way more right. than you should ever spend on mm-hmm. lip, anything. Um, because she had lip injections, very obvious lip injections. Yes. And she, for the longest time was like, no, I just overlined my lips. It was like, no, you don't. Right. Those are full of hyaluronic acid. Um, she another thing to mention is her unusual shying away from the spotlight during her pregnancy. There was no right like and while she's like all of a sudden, yeah, cheese. She's like, and I had a baby. Yeah. So um, she is now twenty one. Okay. 
Uh, but at the time, I think she was only like 19 or something like that. It's really. It's, it's just like not fathomable. No, I know. It's <laughs> like they have so much money and they're so visible. And I can't imagine like living my life like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, more power to them. It's just teen girls. That's who I worry about in this whole situation. Yeah. Teen girls, because you're not going to look like them. They have huge team of people that make them look like that mm-hmm. doctors and photographers and stylists and makeup artists and trainers shop and, and trainers chefs. yeah and yeah yeah they are they are molded by other people to be what they look like so that's certainly not attainable in any real way and that's the problem that i have with the kardashian family is that they make it look like what they have is attainable when it is absolutely not right. so there you go that is my cursed Ugh. for cursed trivia topic. purposes. For trivia purposes only. So, making a little change. My quiz today is called Cardass Hams, a quiz on Orson Scott card, butts, and cured pork meats. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Question number one. Let's start off with an easy one. What is the name of Orson Scott Card's most famous book, which was published in 1985 and adapted into a film in 2013? Question number two. What is the airy architectural term for an arched structure that extends from an upper part of a wall to a big pier forming an arch? Question number three. Although it sounds vaguely scary, mortadella is a kind of cured pork meat that has a kid-friendly American version that we all probably ate on a sandwich as a kid. Name that lunch meat. Question number four. Card had has won a handful of literary awards in his lifetime, including the award for best science fiction or fantasy. Is that award called A, the Hugo, B, the Herman, or C, the Howard? Question number five. Remember your geomorphology. What is the name for an isolated hill with steep sides and a flat top? It lends its name to several towns and counties in the western New U.S. Question number six. If I'm making you a pasta dish that consists of spaghetti, pecorino romano cheese, pepper, olive oil, pancetta, and a raw egg yolk, what am I making you? Question number seven. True or false, Orson Scott Card is no longer on this mortal coil. Meaning, is he dead? Question number eight. In the list of Olympic swimming strokes, there is freestyle, backstroke, breaststroke, sidestroke, and what beautifully named stroke that is unequivocally the hardest to do? Question number nine. Name this highlight of the French charcuterie board, a pâté usually consisting of coarsely chopped meat and foie gras packed into a container of the same name and served sliced. Question number 10. Card counts many science fiction authors as influencers of his writing, including Robert Heinlein, Jane Austen, Ray Bradbury, and this big three sci-fi author of such novels as I, Robot, The Naked Sun, and his Foundation series. We'll give you a minute to think about it, and I hope you enjoy this Kim Kardashian original.
All right, here we go. All right, here's the thing. What? I don't know who Orson Scott Card is. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, he, one thing you should know about Orson Scott Card. He is an asshole. Okay. He is an <laughs> asshole. He is an awful person. Okay. Also a sci-fi author. Here we go. Question number one. Let's start off with an easy one. Sorry. What is the name of Orson Scott Card's most famous book, which was published in 1985 and adapted into a film in 2013? Is he Ender's Game? It is Ender's okay. Game. Yes. Great. Great. You're off to a great start. Question number two. What is the airy architectural term for an arch structure that extends from an upper part of a wall to a big pier forming an arch? Is it a flying buttress? It is a flying buttress. It's very common in Gothic architecture. So you see a lot of these in European cathedrals. My um, uh, my French professor, Dr. Scare, was obsessed with Gothic architecture. And so probably in every class I did with him, mm-hmm. uh, we studied all of the bits and pieces that you would have in a, in in a, a cathedral. That's awesome. See, you were, you were primed and ready for this Didn't question. Didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Question number three. Although it sounds vaguely scary, mortadella is a kind of cured pork meat that has a kid-friendly American version that we all probably ate on a sandwich as a kid. Name that lunch meat. It's a bologna. It is. It's bologna. It was created in bologna, uh, Oscar Mayer made their own version and called it bologna meat, giving bologna its common name. You Were you one of the people that ate bologna, like fried bologna sandwiches <gasps> or whatever? No, my grandfather. Is that a buffalo thing? It is a buffalo thing. My grandfather would eat fried bologna sandwiches with like a half of inch of mayonnaise on it. And mm. as a child, I was like, <gasps> it was awful. My grandma used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. Just mayonnaise on bread? They were immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my dad talked about that they, like his mom ate like lard on bread. Like that was, here you go. No wonder they died at 60, (laughs) these people. Good God. All right. Question number four. Card has won a handful of literary awards in his lifetime, including the award for best science fiction or fantasy. Is that award called A, the Hugo, B, the Herman, or C, the Howard? The Hugo. It is the Hugo. The awards are named after Hugo Gernsback, the founder of the pioneering science fiction magazine Amazing Stories, and were officially named the Science Fiction Achievement Awards until 1992. Organized and overseen by the World Science Fiction Society, the awards are given each year at the annual World Science Fiction Convention as the central focus of the event. They were first given in 1953 at the 11th World Science Fiction Convention and have been awarded every year since 1955. Sci-Fi Con. Sci-Fi Con. Sci-Fi Con. Question number five. Remember your geomorphology. What is the name of an isolated hill with steep sides and a flat top? It lends its name to several towns and counties in the western U.S. Is that a butte? It is a butte. Did you include that because it looks like butt? Yes. Julia, it's a quiz on Orson Scott (laughs) card butts and cured pork meats. I mean, come on. Card ass hams. Uh, The word butte comes from a French word meaning small hill. And its use is prevalent in the Western United States, including the Southwest, where mesa is used for the larger landform. Mm. So mesa is big and butte is small because mm. a butte is cute. Hey, yo. <laughs> Question number six. If I'm making you a pasta dish that consists of spaghetti, pecorino romano cheese, pepper, olive oil, pancetta, and a raw egg yolk, what am I making you? Is that spaghetti carbonara? It is spaghetti carbonara. Joey's that. in Penfield makes the best spaghetti carbonara, except they put peas in it. So you got to order the spaghetti carbonara without peas. You don't like peas in, no. your, in your I don't like spaghetti sauce. Peas in anything. Peas should be banished from this earth. They're like little explosive bits of grass. Like they'll <laughs> pop and you would just have grass and all your sinus in your mouth. That's oh, gross. I hate peas. Question number seven. <laughs> True or false? Orson Scott Card is no longer on this mortal coil. 
He's dead. He is alive. <sighs> he and his wife currently reside in Greensboro, North Carolina, where he is assholing it up like the asshole he is. Oops. Wait, no. I got to get my page. We don't have any like libel protection here. <laughs> well, no, but he knows he's an asshole. <laughs> That's fine. Question number eight. In the list of Olympic swimming strokes, there is freestyle, backstroke, breaststroke, side stroke, and what beautifully named stroke that is unequivocally the hardest to do? Butterfly. It is a butterfly. I used to swim in high school. And the butterfly, you got to like arch your back and lift your arms back around and then bring them up and then splash them on the water in front of you and then kick your legs like a dolphin. It's impossible. It's so hard. I don't know how you propel yourself forward. I would just like splash. I would like (laughs) flail in the water until someone was like, Lauren, that's enough. You're not moving forward. Okay, question number nine. Name this highlight of the French charcuterie board. A pâté, usually consisting of coarsely chopped meat and foie gras, packed into a container of the same name and served sliced. A terrine. It is a terrine. Um, apparently there is something called uh, the Three Kings terrine. It's in French. Three Kings. Trois. Trois. Terrine. And it's um, chopped chicken and then foie gras. And then the bottom is Armagnac uh, marinated prunes, which is the most French thing I've ever heard. Uh, finally, question number 10. Card counts many science fiction authors as influencers of his writing, including Robert Heinlein, Jane Austen, Ray Bradbury, and the big three sci-fi author of such novels as I, Robot, The Naked Sun, and his Foundation series. Is it, Where is the question? The question is who? Yeah. Uh, Isaac Asimov. Yes, Isaac Asimov. He died in 1992. I didn't realize he died so late. Hmm. Um, he was a claustrophile, which means he loved tight spaces. Ooh, wow. Yeah, isn't that weird? Uh, he apparently had a strong New York City accent and was once, once approached by Paul McCartney to write a treatment of a sci-fi rock musical where the, oh the rock and roll people were played by his band, Wings, which is the worst band in the world. Every time I hear that, bah, 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 the wonderful Christmas time song. Oh, yeah, that's a it bad It makes one. me want to mm-hmm. tear out mm-hmm. my hair. It's awful. Oh, my God. So that was my quiz on uh, Orson Scott card butts and cured pork oh, meats. Great job. Uh, Steve came up with card ass hams. And You're just going to outsource all of your all of your quiz topics to him from now I on. Mean, I mean, he came up with it as like a joke. And I was like, no, I'm doing it. I wrote it down in my phone because we were both a little drunk at the time i was very afraid i would forget it so card ass hams wow it's pretty good um you guys might have heard us a couple weeks ago uh guest starring on an episode of triviality which was so much fun we had so much fun. oh my gosh we had so much fun um so our friends um ken matt jeff and neil from triviality um they wanted to come on our show too we wanted to have them on here mm-hmm. but since we don't like quiz other people no besides we quiz each ourselves other. um we tried to figure out a fun way to incorporate them mm-hmm. so they made this awesome um segment that we're gonna play in just a few seconds um so stick around for it um there's some great questions they introduce themselves and you'll get to know a little bit more about the guys of triviality mm-hmm. hi this is neil jeff matt and ken and we are the triviality podcast this is triviality the cream of the crop uh, reaching out to you, listeners of the Misinformation Podcast, to say hello and to introduce ourselves. 
Yeah, we really love uh, what Julie and Lauren are doing over on the show. In fact, uh, we've had them on our show um, because we enjoy them so much. Uh, we thought we would ask a few trivia questions for the listeners of their show. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it. If you like these questions, you can find more of them by following our podcast, Triviality Podcast. Yeah, so if you like trivia, some jokes, and uh, us losing repeatedly, these are things that you should check out on our show. Yeah, more than anything, we just love to keep it light, uh, keep the trivia coming, and uh, have a good time. Yeah, we, we're a, d- a diverse group of interests here, so we, uh, we'll ask a question that each kind of speaks to our hearts, and uh, I'll ask a science question. What is the name of the gene in zebrafish where exposure to light makes their red blood cells burst open? Unfortunate genetic abnormality. Sounds pretty intense. Yeah, I would hate for that to happen. I love the gene names. They're really pretty hilarious. Yeah, Scientists like, have, a, have a bit of a sense of humor. It's, they're, they're much more fun than you'd think. All right, so the name for that unfortunate gene abnormality is Dracula. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so uh, they have a bit of a sense of humor, as aforementioned. In uh, fruit flies, um, the gene that encodes for a lack of genitals is uh, Ken and Barbie in their respective uh, sexes. Oh, well, I don't know how to follow that joke, so uh, I'm just going to move right along. Uh, I guess I'll ask uh, my question. Normally, I I love doing mostly movie pop culture reference questions, uh, which this one technically is a pop culture reference, so... Uh, Here's a question for all of you. Uh, According to Puff Daddy and the family, when they go to a restaurant and they spend uh, all of their Benjamins, they probably are ordering what, which they consider to be the perfect three-course meal. All right. And uh, for the answer, if you remember the song All About the Benjamins by Puff Daddy and the family, uh, Puff Daddy raps that the uh, perfect three-course meal is spaghetti fettuccine and veal so there you go it's pretty terrible yeah, why would you combine the noodle shapes yeah. I, that's a good question well he i guess he has so much money he can just do whatever he wants spending a lot of time in maggiano's i think and he's he's a bad boy for life so he's going to order <laughs> all the different noodles <laughs> he'll order what he wants uh i tend to write uh sports questions which means 50 percent of trivia players hate my questions <laughs> so I, I tend to work in a little pop culture uh, so, in 2006, Tigers reliever Joel Zamaya missed the American League Championship Series with a sore wrist. It was later revealed that he injured his wrist, spending too much time playing this PlayStation 2 game. Needless to say, this made him more of a zero. You guys know this one? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is Guitar Hero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was a big fan of the Guitar Hero. <laughs> He's doing uh, Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. Yeah. Too much. An expert. It's too, it's too much tapping. That was I was much more likely to injure myself um, playing Dance Dance Revolution. But. Oh, yeah. That's a very dangerous <laughs> game. I tried to, try to imagine doing that as a 30-year-old now, and my knees hurt like I'm, I'm just thinking about it. I kind of want to try it. I just want to see Ronaldo not play a game because he was playing Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> the night before. All right. Well, I'm going to ask a uh, kind of a film and art combined question. Uh, Timothy Spall in 2014 played a painter in a film named for said painter. Uh, the painter was known for violent marine paintings as well as uh, landscapes. I want to just know uh, who that painter is. The film was called Mr. Turner, and it's about J.M.W. Turner. Ah. Mm. Julia and Lauren did a, a great episode on uh, Georgia O'Keeffe, so um, they probably know that one. Yeah, those are some questions, a little bit of a, a flavor of who we are. Um, we uh, we love having fun on our Facebook page, uh, which you guys will find out uh, if you listen to the show. Um, but uh, please tune in. All of our episodes are uh, under an hour. We, we are very strict about keeping that, so they're nice and quick for your commute. Uh, and we have a variety of uh, questions and games, like Matt said. Uh, Jeff, anything to add there at the end? An addendum? Is that a word? 
It isn't. It is a word. Okay. I believe it's a word you use correctly. Well, I'm, so, all right. Well, I'm good. good for today then. That's that's good for us. I think we can end it right there. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff, uh, for that. Uh, I am Neil. I'm Jeff. Matt and Ken. And we are the Triviality Podcast, and look forward to having you as listeners. Thanks, guys. That was so much oh fun. Oh, my gosh. We had so much fun with them. Um, and I think we're going to hopefully do more collaborations yeah. in the future. Yes. More forthcoming. Yes. More forthcoming. So, so if you don't already listen to Triviality, add it to your podcast list for sure. Yeah, for sure. There are a lot of Great fun. Great review and subscribe. Then. And Ken sounds just like Garfield. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to not say oh, it out I'm loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Should I not say that? We, can, we don't have to keep that. <laughs> But he does, but he no, does. Like, in the like the nicest possible yeah, way. Oh yeah. No, like a soothing Garfield like <laughs> voice. <laughs> anyway, um if if you would like to talk contact us and say, Hey, you guys were great on triviality, or if you would like you if Ken if you would like to contact <laughs> us and be like, please don't ever say that about me again. Um, you can contact us uh, via our email address. We are misinfopod at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at misinfopod. And we have a Facebook page, Misinformation, a trivia podcast. Uh, please uh, contact <laughs> us and say hello. Hey, Give us some you know, listener submitted trivia, whatever that? you'd like to do. Yeah. Um, or on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and whatever podcast app you prefer using our RSS feed. Uh, we also have a website, www.missinfopod.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Well, I hope you survived <laughs> my Kardashian episode, which is also like a huge episode. So thank you for sticking with us if you've lasted this long. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>